Welcome to the Crap Podcast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. What's up? Hey, Wells. Good to see you. Again. Hi. Yeah. I like to party. Like twice in one week. How you doing? Twi- twice in a seven-day period. Where was the first? Oh, yeah. Oh, last I'll get, Wednesday. Oh, I'll get to that. Oh, it was last Wednesday. That's right. Doing good. How you doing, Josh? I'm okay. What? You two fuckers go out and do something? Don't even tell me? Uh, absolutely, we did. We talked about it on the show. No, no. We were actually Shit. like texting. You know, we, we've got a separate group text without you. Yeah. We have all sorts of conversations about Oh, oh, oh I know. And that's not called a group text, by the way. That's just a text message. Oh, that... Well, okay. I guess I made it sound like it was just me and Wells and not you. I'm Jeff's side piece. That's oh, right. Okay. It's well. me and Wells and Chris and Mark and uh, Ryan. And we all love you. <laughs> and whatever. I don't care. So uh, what have you guys been doing without me, apparently, since last so, time we uh, recorded? Um, Wednesday last week was Divine Barrel's insider party. You know, if you go, oh yeah, the insider party I didn't get invited to. Uh, have you ever signed up for their? And we had program? this conversation before. No, I do not sign up for emails. Well, okay, well then there you go. Then you don't get the email that invites you to the party. Because Wells and I, we like to party. We like to party. Apparently, I don't. But no, it's pretty great. Um, you know, it's just a nice little thing. I, it wasn't like a big deal. They were giving tours, which, you know, like whatever. Right. Oh, look, it's metal things that do things. And uh, you mean the most overrated thing to do at a brewery anymore? Right. Unless, like, give me a chance to go to Willy Wonka Malt Factory. Sure. Sure. I'll do sure. that one. Sure. And an AB, like a big, like, yeah. Yeah. St. Yeah, Louis yeah. AB. Show, one. Show, me, show me a big, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cool. But, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, they had some pizza, which went really fast. And uh, $4 pours of... Um, Clear Signal. Clear Signal, their flagship IPA. Mm. Uh, and if you kick the keg, you got a gift card. Nice. <gasps> and I kicked a keg. And Wells kicked a keg. <laughs> nice. So that was pretty sweet. Congrats That's on cool. that, by the way. Uh, but yeah, now we are we had gone with some people and I was wandering around looking for... I can't remember what I was looking for. And saw like, me saw, over in the corner. Saw well, yeah, so I was like, hey! Over That's in the corner. Wells in the corner. Yeah. That's, That's Wells, Wells in the It was spot. no, no spotlight. No spotlight. Light. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, getting prepped for Beercation 2.0, uh, coming mid-October. I was about to say, I, I know it's getting close-ish. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm um, getting close to about a month out. Uh, it'll be Fresh Hop Week. Um, I sent out a bunch of feelers to a bunch of different breweries, kind of like I did last time. Like, hey, I'm going to be at your brewery. If you've got like 20 minutes, I'd love to sit down and just like talk a little bit, you know, take some pictures and you know, if talk you want the Instagram password, let me know. I can get that over to you. But then I'd have to actually put Instagram on my phone oh, okay. and learn how to use Instagram. And Fair enough. like, I'm just, that's just one of those things. It's kind of like TikTok and Vine and a lot of other stuff. Like I've just decided I'm just not gonna. It's well, fine. grandpa, if you'd rather just email uh, pictures to either Josh I, or I me, we yeah, can sure. go through and, sure. you know, yeah. I definitely do that, but do yeah, the arduous task of posting something. We're so so arduous, but yeah, no, it's like um, you know, I'll get in on Sunday. We'll probably go hit a couple breweries, uh, local Spokane. Monday we'll go to Seattle, looking at Fremont and Georgetown, and maybe Cloudburst. Tuesday will be Portland, where I think we're doing Breakside, and then hitting Freem. Um, and then Wednesday, driving back to Spokane, and I want to get to No Lie and Lumber Beard. You know, brews we have, we haven't had No Lie Beard forever because they, they quit distributing out here. But right. Scott has sent us some Lumber Beard and No Lies. Their stuff was re- really, real good. So you know, I'm excited to get back and do some of the similar breweries and some new stuff. And yeah, uh, um, should be lots of fun. Looking forward to it. I'll be curious to see. Because last one was when twenty twenty fourteen fourteen yeah Jesus yeah like I was like I was I was going through and I found my old emails and I'm like and it, I had like a link to it and I'm like wow that that 
host number is really low. Yeah. It was like 200 something. I was going like, to say, we had to have been way early in like way the late early. 190s yeah. at best. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. You know, it'll been eight years at this point. Yeah. Like, which I think is an interesting topic to just kind of have that conversation with breweries. Like, you know, COVID's the thing that everybody's going to want to talk about. You know, like, how'd you survive? How'd you make yeah. it work? Yeah. But like, what's changed in eight years? Yeah. You know? For them, for you, for you, like whatever. So, yeah, I'm super excited. That's awesome. Tickets are bought. Just cool. hopefully, uh, American decides not to cancel my flight. Shit flights, or like, and when I mean shit, like, I know, and a lot of people don't realize this. When you fly east to west, it is a chore and a half because nine times out of ten, you are leaving here stupid early to get onto the west coast at a normal time, mm-hmm. and then you're leaving the west coast probably. Most likely stupid late, and you land East Coast stupid early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I, I, I've, I think my flight out is like eight or nine in the morning, um, but it gets me there. You know, like early afternoon, right? And, and I don't have any big layovers. It's just I think I'm going through Phoenix. Oh, okay, that's not, not bad. that bad. No. Um, and then the way back, it's like uh, Spokane to Atlanta to here. Okay, you know, that's but the bad. the Spokane to Atlanta is overnight, which. Yep. Is good and bad, you know. Um, I don't sleep on planes, so I'm sure I'm going to be a monster. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. You call them stupid flights, and I'm like, that, that's kind of my favorite. I would much rather leave here really early in the morning and have a full day, like, once I get right. there to do whatever. And then on the way back, like, uh, you know, just take a couple gummies and, you know, a little something at the airport. And and, uh, and I'm kind of good. Like, I, that's the only way I can sleep on flights. And, yeah. You know. Well, and, and I mean, for that matter, too, like, you know, Scott and I were talking about it. Like, it, it I'm not driving, and he's going to drop me off at the airport. So why not just go ahead and spend all day Thursday <laughs> in breweries and get hammer drunk? You know, I'm not going to be. I know, I know, I know. Last thing I want to do is get, like, sick. Air marshaled off the plane. Woo, no, thank <laughs> sir, you. Sir, sir. <laughs> Like freaking out and getting handcuffed. You're not sitting in the emergency exit rows, are you? No, I'm contemplating. You know, I'd be on board with doing the uh, seat upgrade, but, you know, it's like you got to do it per leg. And, you know, like 60 bucks, 70 bucks, like that'd be worth it for the entire flight. But for like both sides, it just, I don't know. Yeah, it sucks. Wells, what about you? What have you been up to? Moving. It's been a chore. Yeah, yeah. We were preparing to move the day before we recorded last time, and yes, you it was were. kind of fun. Uh, when I saw Jeff, like we had just walked there, which That's is nice. really cool. Like I'm still walking distance to all the fun things, but it's uh, an easier, more fun twenty minute walk now. They also have that zombie look in their eyes of we've been moving and everything hurts, and I hate oh, it yeah. all. And please make it stop. And what's more, like I'm fighting a smaller kitchen and trying to figure out like where in the hell things go. Mm. And it's that realization that I soon, you know, need to just go to Ikea. And even though this isn't even my kitchen, I'm going to buy them like three extra shelves because two shelves for this kitchen, like these kitchen cabinets, is just too, too few, man. I've got, it's just bad storage. Like what are did yeah, anybody that. like actually live here or did you just like put this in and immediately rent it out <laughs> in this town? Yes. I mean, I think I it's, I was going to say it's probably the latter. Yeah. I know, it's just like, what's that? I can make money renting. Yeah. What? Sure. Yeah. 
But yeah. Anything to keep up the apartments. Cool. Well, uh, I've done shit all myself, of course, as per usual. Although, um, friend of the show, Matt McKenzie, posted something on Twitter a couple weeks ago that uh, was unknown, unbeknownst to me that uh, we are getting a new bottle shop right down the road and a food hall. So... Who knows when that's going to open, but I'm very excited about that. I don't know anything about either one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Food hall. The, yeah. And Here? Yeah. Okay. Right off of, uh, so, where that little oil change place is, there's a bunch of little office complexes back there. Apparently, they're converting one of those over to a food hall, and then uh, one okay. of the bottle shops will be moving in there. So, it'll be cool. Have nice. two bottle shops and a brewery all within, like, a quarter mile radius of each other. So, I'm other. assuming this is, like... A non-chain bottle shop? Is it? Yeah. No, it's a total wine and less. Yeah, total wine and less. <laughs> well, I, you know, <clears throat> obviously it wouldn't be common market, but, you know, there's a couple other bottle shops in town that have a couple of locations. Like, I don't know if, like, Rhino would put a spot in. Like, you know. All right, on to the news. Uh, we can remember a few times, me especially being the sucker, of buying McKellar beer and bringing it on the show and then being very disappointed with myself for buying said McKellar beer. McKellar beer, just as expensive as Evil Twin, not nearly as good. Exactly. Isn't well, that the truth? And I guess they've kind of learned their lesson because they have made a announcement that they are ceasing brewing operations within the U.S. and they are closing their San Diego brewery. Hmm. Now, they're still going to keep all their satellite... Taproom locations, I think they have, what, 30 of them worldwide? Holy cow. I know. But they're just going to go back to the old tried-and-true system of contract brewing, which worked out for them for, what, like 10 years? A long time. I mean, you know, like that was always the big question. Where are they actually from? Do we actually know? Right. Because we really don't. I mean... Denmark by way of New York and... From parts unknown. It's like... You know... I guess, you know, we were all kind of like slightly proud of them for planting and finally saying we're going to do it. I don't know if this is going to make a difference for them. I mean, I number one, I don't see like even with an actual brewing operations, I don't ever see their beer. I was about to say. And if I do, I don't pay any attention to it. It, I think it was more of you saw it, you just didn't pay any attention to it. Yeah. I mean, I just flat out don't care. Yeah. I mean, I'll never forget the time Josh and I were at. Uh, the dirt mall, and there was this bottle of McKellar 1000. Oh, yeah, that was like a 1000 IBU. IBU, IBU. And we're yeah. like, I don't want to say that's a gimmick, but that's a pretty sure gimmick. I've tried it a few times. Yep, was it a gimmick? I mean, it was super bitter, but yeah, I mean, back then it, we thought everything was bitter, but your like, since your palate can only taste like up to a certain bitterness threshold, like the rest of it's just masturbation. Gotcha. It's a thousand IBUs, and I'm like, yeah, and I can only taste like so it's almost the like, first 150 of them. It's almost like the Scoville Wars with hot sauces, where this got hot sauce is one gajillion Scoville, and it's yeah. like, well, I can't really tell because after about a million, I can't feel my fucking tongue anyway. Wasn't Scoville the one where it, like they count the number based on how many like squirts of sugar water like cool down your tongue or something like that? Maybe is that the one? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. It, it is hear- some like unit of water to capsaicin yeah. thing, but I don't think it's squirts of sugar water. It's maybe, maybe that was a little the specific. old 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 way. Gotcha. I just remember a Good Eats where he was talking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just keep your blindfold on and let me squirt some sugar water on you. <laughs> This tastes a little hey, salty. Hey, look, man, don't, our, 
Don't threaten me with a good time. Here's our uh, production assistant, Peter North. <laughs> it seems like every time we... Going back to uh, McKellar, it seems like every time we talk about them, it's bad. Yeah. Like, 100%. They, well, they it, lied about, like, you know, taproom issues and HR nightmare issues. And Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought this was... I, it, it's so hard to remember sometimes, sadly, between them and Evil Twin, which one is really the evil one. McKellar. Yeah. I haven't, and, I haven't... I have not heard Dick bad about Evil Twin. It, right. And I haven't seen it, Evil Twin in forever. Do they still make beer? They do. Okay. I mean, I see it. I was just saying, I... I I bet most of it's probably above the ABV limit that we can get here because they make some big ass fucking beers. Some dude. of it is, and I don't know. The drops in North Carolina have been a little fewer and farther between. I think they're, you know, if you cross the border to South Carolina, you can get some. Pretty I mean, there fresh was a stuff. hot minute where I felt like we were having one of those as often as we have Revolution beers today. Oof. You know, and yeah, yeah, and and of course, then too, like when they were like heavy into all the the maple stuff. We had a lot of those. Oh, all those oh, yeah. maple barrel aged stouts. Oh yeah, yeah. Good those, that was mostly out of Westbrook production too. Well, there you go. And now I guess they're focused more on their New York tap room and brewery operations up there. Evil Twin, that is. Um, Hooray! I know. Uh, so yes, yeah, so to go back to to the Wells's point about McKellar, they're not leaving the U.S. As far as you could still buy their beer, it'll just be contract brewed through Alesmith. So. Wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> right? Remember them? Yeah, 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 right. I mean... I saw that name in there, and it just went, holy Dude, shit. Are you sure this is a recent article? This isn't one of those that, like, it popped up in your feed, and it's really, like, eight years old? Right, a zombie feels article. Like, yeah, this yeah. feels like next you're going to tell me that, like, Alpine is involved with them in making an IPA <laughs> or something, and <laughs> Green Flash is, you know, going to help out with, like, what? Right? None of this is a thing anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, their uh, they're contract... Stuff with Ale Smith is still going to continue. So, uh, if you want to give money to an organization that does some, at least in two of the three host eyes, some pretty bad business practices, feel free. You, Have at it. Like everybody, you do you. You do you. And um, then I think all three of us can agree. I can't think of a single McKellar beer that I have actually really enjoyed. I'm having, other than the thousand IBU one, I'm having a hard time thinking of a McKellar beer. Yeah, uh, true. Oh, never. No, that was an evil twin one. Never mind. I was going to say, uh, close. You, you gave Josh a birthday pour of something I brought back from South Carolina. And oh, no, no, that yeah, was Maltov cocktail. Maltov cocktail. Yeah, That's a, that yeah, no, that was an evil okay. twin. That was me being evil. Yes. Yeah, I, I got stupid excited the first time I actually went, got a chance to go to Greenville and go to GBX and actually see that sitting on the shelves. I was like, yes, please. Here we go. Let's go. Fun night in the hotel room for me. $25, but it's yours. Yep. Passes out in the bathtub, wakes up in a bunch of ice. Yep. Where'd my kidney go? Where'd my other kidney go? Uh oh. Uh -oh. Where are all those hoses going to? Why does that say dialysis? Oh, dang. <laughs> dang. Again. Again. <laughs> all right, Wells, what's going on with a brewery in Asheville? A brewery in Asheville is expanding. What? I know, right? Um, Say no more. As if we haven't seen enough expansion. I mean, a couple weeks ago. So are they coming to Charlotte? No, they're not coming <laughs> to Charlotte. So Dissolver, or D-S-S-O-L-V-R, if you want to be... Dissolver. You know, if you want to be... Dissolver. If you want to be nasty. So, they dissolve their vowels. So they've been open since December of 2019. 
I've been to their tap room a number of times. It's it's a long tap room, very narrow. Um, but it's a, it's a unique way to describe it. But I get it. I totally yes. get it. Um, <laughs> um, well, anyway, they just bought the space next door, so they're going to be essentially doubling in size. So now they're going to be a long tap room, slightly wider. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'm really excited. I mean, I like their they, existing they were the tap that, room, but they're doing some really good business over there, and yeah. they kind of could use some expansion. They oh, yeah. were the one that made the Brew One IPA that you mm, were all... Mm, it, yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. They've done some really kind of what I consider like wacky things. They even had a barley wine with vanilla that I think I brought onto the Why show. Why would that be wacky? Because who puts vanilla in barley wine, Okay. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, my bad. I mean, that was like the first time I'd ever seen that done. Like, you're making a pastry barley wine. I'm not sure if I'm here for it, but it worked. Um, Yeah, they were the ones that introduced me to that Brew One hop variety. I I still cannot get enough of that. Okay, that's Um, what I thought. Dissolver is one of those uh, kind of brands that whenever I see them on a shelf, it's the opposite of McKellar. Um, I can kind of spot their labels like from 10 feet away, and I'm like, oh, that's a Dissolver. I wonder which one this is. And then I'd look at it and I'm like, oh, this is one I haven't had yet. And then I just go for it. Um, so, I have not been burned by them once. That's awesome. H- how long before they open up a Charlotte facility, considering everybody else is fucking moving here? Oh, I have no idea, man. I know. I, I was being a little bit facetious there, but it is kind of funny how, you know, I, I saw that news and I knew it wasn't here because I read the story. But at yep. first, I immediately thought, I'm going to scroll through this and it's going to mm-hmm. say fucking Charlotte. And I'm going to lose my shit because isn't Asheville Beer City USA? Why are they all moving here? I know. Uh, because there's too much competition with all the breweries. See, you know that it wouldn't be a Charlotte taproom location because I would have texted that news to y'all right. instead yeah, of yeah. just That's dumping fair. it in the show notes. That's fair. Texted it to you with a whole bunch of exclamation marks. Because oh, I, is that what I those love are supposed them, to be? man. <laughs> They're like five minutes apart or five minutes away from Zillacoa, which is one of my absolute favorite Asheville breweries. Okay. Yeah. And, so you know, we've talked about Ginger's Revenge, also kind of in between those two locations. Um, you know, we talked about them on the show recently opening up a South Slope facility. I don't know, man. That's like a, a nice little section of road for me, at least. I'm sure, right. you know, listeners out there might have, like, clueless, uh, might have some other thoughts on that, but like that stretch of road between Zillicoa, Ginger's Revenge, and uh, Dissolver is like just miracle mile. Delicious. We still like the three of us need to fucking get off our asses and actually go up there as a unit at let, some point. Let, uh, let, you said let unit. Me, yeah, let me get through the football season. Yeah, I mean, uh, the high school, college. Football yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. No, no, no. I'm just I, all I'm, my weekends are pretty much shot for the next ever. I just was thinking it's about that. Like, yeah, no, it needs to happen. February, Marchish, like. Once all that shit's done, and it's you know, cold it's, as fuck. That's then. the good time to go when it's cold, son. Mm-hmm. So, so do you go when it's hot and everybody needs some place to go cool off, or do you go when it's cold when everybody needs some place to warm up? Neither of these are great. Or you go when it's super nice out and everybody wants to be outside because it's super nice. All times are bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's true. All times are bad. Uh, so Noda is opening opening up a well, shouldn't say opening. They are partnering with a restaurant. In Chapel Hill, and it's going to be a tapas restaurant. Interesting. Yeah. They're going to they're taking over uh, a, 
a former restaurant called Old East Tavern. Um, the grand opening is expected little under two week or a little over two weeks from this recording time. Um, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I'm, I've, you know, I'm uh, maybe a quarter mile away from their OG facility, and it's really nice having them open just a few days a week now. Right. Um, okay. Can I, I can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Uh, you always do. So in this article, it says three Charlotte facilities. I know they're the counting, airport. They're counting the airport. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is the third one? I yeah. know about the OG and the new one. Yeah, I'm, it's like the airport thing. Okay. 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 I okay. haven't been over there. I don't know. I wouldn't count that. I mean, it's in a whatever. It's a spot. Okay. Whatever. It's Fair a place enough. that you can exclusively get Nota beer and maybe some other things. So. Yes, you can, and you can buy it and take it onto your plane, which was a smart move after Hop Drop actually, you know, kind of got a buzz. Like, you are laid over in an airport that is very common for layovers, and if you knew anything about beer, you knew where that fucking spot was, and you'd take Hop Drop all over the fucking country, mm-hmm. which is how it got so popular. Also, that... Gold medal at well, Jamaica yeah. Well, I'm that. saying I like mean, I don't World know. Beer Cup. That, or yeah, World no, no, no. Beer. That the, might have helped a little bit. I don't. The, know. the gold medal did, but how it got so big and popular is because of the fact you could just pick it up at the airport and take I it. W- I would argue that there was a multi-year gap between that win and the airport location opening. Agreed. I don't think that's how it got to be so popular. I would say double that agreed. The pop after the World Beer Cup win was what paid for the airport opening. Okay. Go. All right. I believe there's brown trucks and white trucks that probably contributed as much as the airport did. What can brown do for you? Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess. Fair enough. But no, this is cool. Uh, I don't know about you two gentlemen, but I do like tapas. Tapas is nice to have those small plates, get those options. I like the idea of tapas. I hate the bill. I was about to say, I I know you well enough to know (laughs) that would be your major complaint is the cost. Now, that being said, um, when when, when we were in Hawaii, we went to this sushi place that was by the plate. Hawaii? And that is super great. Well, and I also get too, like, you have a family of four. Yeah. Like, tapas for two. Yeah, no, that's that, not no, bad. No, yeah, no, that's not bad. And I don't think we've been in years, but yeah. Anyway. Mm, clams, Cornish game hen, bean tartine, smoked soft boiled egg. I mean, this, I don't, if, if I'm in Chapel Hill, like I could see myself stopping in there, but yeah. at the same time, I'm not really in Chapel Hill very often. There's definitely not as much as Jeff. I know. Yeah. I was just there like, this weekend. By a mile. Well, there you go, Jeff. Go get you some tapas next time you're up there. I just might have to. And then just, you know, dine and dash. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive. Speaking of Jeff. Yeah, this I one saw, very near and dear to your heart. Yeah, 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 right. Right I on, saw right this on. one and, and put it right in. I like, saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. That's great. So what's going on with the Hoosiers? Um, so uh, Assembly Hall or... They still call it Assembly Hall? I think they call it like the Skirt Arena or something like that. I don't know. That. It says Assembly Hall right up in the headlines. So okay. I would assume so. Um, yeah, so they've got like official beer sponsors now, which is super interesting. Um, especially when it, at least when I was there, it was a dry campus. Um, you know, like, so so Upland Brewing, we've had a lot of their stuff on the show over the years. Um, they're like the new, one of the new like craft Official, officially licensed, blah, blah, blah. You know. Of IU big, football, at yeah, least. That's a big freaking deal. Yeah. Um, 
they have a lot of really easy drinking, like sports complex beers. So this fits in really well. They've got a which, pre- which hearing you say that surprises the hell out of me. Uh, only because I know Upland from Sours, right? Uh huh. That's so hearing you right. say that they have these like easy drinking, like yeah, sports venue beers. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I brought, and then you're like, oh, we already had it on the show, but like an, an American IPA from them. Yeah. Dragonfly is real exactly. good. Exactly. Um, you know, they've got a, a brown ale that's decent. Um, a lot of their lagered stuff is really good. I mean, it's no, no, no. I totally believe you. It's just one of those things when I'm thinking Upland. That's I'm not thinking easy drinking typical. Be- I'm thinking of challenging sours. Yeah, that- but but also like I, typically if I'm out in my hometown buying beer to bring back for the show, it's it's not going to be like. Right. I don't think it's that substantially outstanding that I'm like, you guys have got to have this. You've got to have this brown ale. No. Yeah, I totally get it. No. Totally get it. Um, if you would rather me start putting that stuff in your little special sixer that I bring back, you know, instead of like gumball head. No, no, no. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Uh, no bitch in here. No bitch in here. Some okay. some nut hugger brown ale. <laughs> Josh does like to hug my nuts. Huh. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll admit. I mean, I'm, I am aware that Dragonfly IPA uh, exists. Uh, that's about all from them that I've had that is not mixed culture or right. sour fruit, sour or whatever. And I'm just like, man, I, I couldn't imagine being at a football game and drinking Kiwi Lambic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> that that sounds like absolute hell to me. I don't care how good my team is. Just like, you don't want to like grit your teeth too much because those shatter in your mouth. Right. Exactly. Ugh. So yeah, they are now officially the craft beer sponsor of IU and a assembly hall maybe next up on the list of them getting tap handles inside of which is I mean super great, you know. Yeah. Like that's one of those basketball programs that, you know, is kind of storied like mine is. Like I don't think of IU as a football school. No. It's not. It's not. It is a that's basketball. That's why you need to drink. Right. It is a basketball school. <laughs> it is a very storied basketball school. Is Assembly Hall the basketball? It is. Okay. So alcohol sales are everywhere except for basketball at the moment. Yeah. Yes. And, and again, like, it's always kind of weird because, you know, when I was there, it was a dry campus, you know, and there was no drinking on campus at all. Ever. Oh, sure. You'd never had never, any drinks. Never have I ever. So anyways. So yeah. after, after you leave, the campus gets wet. Got it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They were that excited to see me go. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's not that. They just love to watch you leave, Jeff. There it is. Simon Skit Assembly Hall. Uh, okay. You know, like many places, uh, Indiana is one of those schools that likes to uh, let people throw a bunch of money at naming rights for a building. So, yes. You know. But it will always be its original name. Like. At least, you know, and so it's not like, you know, Dogecoin Arena or something. Yeah. Because, good Lord, if Allen Fieldhouse ever became, like, Dogecoin Central, I'd fucking puke. I mean, there's a couple venues, like... Axis Infinity. As a fan of the band Fish that, you know, they've played a number of times over the last 30 years that we just still kind of refer to as their original names. Like, I'm sure Deer Creek, Indiana is, you know, we... I don't know what the heck it's called. It's just Deer Creek. Right. So... Yeah, some of that stuff it will it will always stay for sure, and I'm I'm sure that I use Arena is going to be a lot like 
Rupp Arena and some of these other arenas that no matter what they're called, they're always yeah. going to be called that. Wrigley Field. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. Bush Stadium. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. Even when Wrigley isn't really Wrigley anymore. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it will always be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that was kind of a short news segment. Not a lot of stuff. Like, everything. Dude, it's I, been a short news week. Everything I found, he already had in the show docs. So I'm I did, like, I give up. So I did find a trash article. Yes, you um, did. And, uh, and and it was, you know, did, some like trash blog post where somebody's trying to be the herald of, hey, guess what style's about to make a big comeback? West, West Coast, Coast IPA. I'm just like, don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and then, like, the kind of joke you were making earlier, and, and it was dead on, is, like, some of the breweries are going to help it bring it back. Alpine. Uh, what? Yeah. Who? Green Flash. Who? Yeah. I, like, I, I seriously looked at that article. I'm like, is this new? Did he just, like, republish this or something? This is so weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for Hazy's taking a little bit of a backseat and people getting a little more well-rounded in what they go after. Right. But... Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, when you put two breweries that I have not seen nor heard of. I don't even know like who's oh. brewing them or where they're out of. Okay, so really Kings funny, and Convicts? Maybe? Really, really funny story, because last, I believe it was last episode or maybe it was two ago, we're talking about Saranac. Yep. So, went to the big box teeter down the road. Right. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to look to see if I can find anything from Saranac and what do they have. They had one six-pack in that big wall of... It's half beer at this point, because over half of it is now seltzers. Would you like to take a guess as to what that beer was? It was one. One single six-pack. Cream ale. Nope. It was a blueberry wheat. Sure. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know they made this. Somebody probably looked at it and said, well, we don't have a blueberry wheat on the shelf anymore now that Sam Adams doesn't put it in their trash box. Right. I was like, didn't even know they made this. But yeah, that was the lone Saranac beer, and I was like, interesting. So yeah, a awesome. little side story. All right, we're going to go take a break. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking beers on the show. We yeah, have a simple one or a zero. Sometimes we buy them. Sometimes listeners are kind enough to donate. If you would like to donate a beer, hit us up. Contact at craftbeercast.com, hate mail at craftbeercast.com, or on cbcast or facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Jeff, first beer up. Uh, first beer up uh, is Free Range Brewing's Camp Beer. A l- easy. L- Easy living light lager. I've got to bring my glasses. <laughs> Do you want to borrow? I've got an extra pair if you'd like to borrow them. Depends on how strong they are. Uh, probably too strong for you to probably be Probably too strong, yeah. Um, anywho, uh, light lager. You don't see a lot of those necessarily, like at least calling themselves that in the market. Uh, this was easy, clean, went down super smooth. I Man, this is really good. I, I'm still, it's still stupid hot here in Charlotte. Uh, it, yeah. Interesting thing the other day. So I realized that pretty much everything that I've been buying, like literally since 
the beginning of July. So for the last two months, pretty much everything that I have bought has been some kind of crispy boy. Didn't intend really? for it. It just that's just kind of how it worked itself out. You know, a lot of paint the walls rice lager. Yeah. Um, community from uh, uh, Devil's Logic. And I had an IPA, and suddenly I was like, wow, this is an exciting beer. I was like, isn't that weird when you do kind of go through that? And I wouldn't even call it a rut, but you go through that. All I'm doing is drinking like one style of beer, Mm -hmm. and then I try something completely different out of that wheelhouse. And you're like, my taste buds go, what the fuck is this? Yes, yes, absolutely. But, you know, that being said, uh, I'm drinking a lot of this kind of style, you know, lagers and pilsners and, and all that. Um, good crispy boy. This is really good. I really like this. It's a big solid buy for me. Well, well it's nothing to write home about. It's just an American light lager with a touch of sweetness to it. But damn, this thing just cranks. Um, again, nothing special, but the second it hits your tongue, you just keep drinking it. And next thing you know, it's gone and you're reaching for another one and kind of wondering where the first one went. It's a buy. Josh. Well, remember the week that you were actually moving? Yeah. You remember how like it was like that weird like not really getting above 70 degrees sure almost. It was. And I was super jealous. So I'm like I wasn't even moving. Not even think about it, but I'm like I've never had a moving day like that. Right. Yep. I'm like you fucking asshole. Yep. Partly cloudy high of 72. It was great. I I mean just like good thing you got done. Oh wait. The perfect la- like that last 2 weeks ago was like perfect like fall is here. Huzzah weather. That's what that beer reminds me of. Of it's dumb hot during the day. It starts to cool off at night. I'm sitting outside. I'm smoking some meat, and I'm just gonna hang out there. And you're dehydrated. You're tired. You're not looking to get a buzz, but you'd like to rehydrate with something more than water. Yes. Bingo. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, this is absolutely delicious. Huge buy. Next beer up. Uh, along that same lines, uh, while at the Divine Barrel Insider Party. I spied a uh, white label can, which you know for me is always a well. Well, that's a that's a automatic buy. Ding ding. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked and I saw we'd never actually had their check pills for real on the show. Oh, really? Well, I mean, obviously because we wouldn't have. That's right. I wouldn't have brought it otherwise. Shoot. But yeah, never had their check pills on the show. Um, it's a good, nice, clean, crispy boy. It's got a little more body than I than the light lager, which I would kind of expect. Um, I know you two both are more German pills style. I am more pills fluid. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. I don't know. I'm not as picky about it. I really like this one. Uh, I'm glad I bought it. And um, again, I'm just in that kind of zone right now. I'll probably end up buying more of these. So buy for me. Well, you just want your pilsners to get into where they fit in. I got it. That's yeah, fine. That's uh, I actually prefer Italian pilsners. That's that's like my king ding agreed, agreed moment. Agreed. But Czech pills. Uh, I mean, like this is textbook. All the white label divine barrel beers are just look up in the BJCP guidelines. This is what the beer is supposed to taste like, and this is what the beer tastes like. It's delicious, it's light bodied, it's not going to challenge you. It's a shitload of fun. You don't have to do um, that. Thank you, sir. It's especially tasty when you go there on Wednesdays and they have like the mugs on special and everything. And, and I can just like <clears> put down two mugs of that. And then it's like, okay, cool. What do I really want to drink? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is to say, it's a definite buy. It's come on, white level, white label divine barrel beer. You buy it, you just do. Josh. Yeah, I mean, this, I am. Probably out of the three of us, the pickiest when it comes to my pills. 
Like, you a pills nerd? I'm a pills nerd. I can't help it, especially when we the pills, Teddy. Especially we get the German, we get in the Czech, and we get all get into all those Italian different styles. Um, this is damn good. This is another one of those like Divine Barrel. I know we sound like we're fucking Divine Barrel homers on here. I know we do. But you know what though? We went to that insider party and went with the wife, and we brought another couple with us, and they'd never been. I had recently kind of introduced them to Divine Barrel stuff at the Buzz, uh-huh. and they're just they're all in now. They're like, "This is great. We love everything. I'm buying the T-shirt. I need a glass. I'm, you know, like it's it's one thing to be a homer because it's just a place that is convenient or it's a place that I go to a lot. It's another because it's the one I want to go to. Well, and I was going to say for Jeff especially, if anybody wants to think Jeff is a homer for Divine Barrel before Buzz City opened. <laughs> How long? Just to remind listeners. It's a 45-minute one-way drive. Yes. To get there. So that's, I mean, that that's a big Homer radius. Yeah, that's a big Homer radius. Wells is like a 15-minute walk. <laughs> Jeff is a 40-minute one-way drive. And I'll tell you, since... Uh, I'm like a 15-minute one-way drive. Yeah, since, since Grant started getting their stuff, like I kind of feel bad, but at the same time, I'm supporting them, but I'm also supporting him. So like, There you go. Win. You're supporting win, win. two local businesses. In that's one. right. Ta-da. All right, so definitely buy next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Burial. Uh, this one's called "This Is Where You Will Find Yourself." Um, nah, I can't be that short of a title. I know that is. <laughs> uh, that's the title. Um, there's a giant paragraph on the back, but I'll just read the back half. Double dry hopped with Strata, Simcoe, El Dorado, and Citra, and then an extra helping of Citra Incognito and Cryo. Uh, we were talking about this off mic. This is kind of a, a weird moment for all of us because, you know, it's a West Coast style IPA from Burial that actually works and it tastes good. The hops are nice. It's not janky as all get out, which I feel like the last several West Coast IPAs I've had from Burial have been pretty janky. Um, it's nice and even there's always some, I don't know if it's just the, the different varietals of hops they use, but it's always kind of engaging my palate the whole way through. This is an excellent West Coast IPA. I really like it. Big buy. Wells? If I didn't know this was a burial, I could have sworn it was a Divine Barrel. Right? Like, my my hit rate with Divine Barrel, or with uh, Burial's West Coast IPAs, I think I'm batting officially now, like, one for four. Um, their first, they did a Divine Barrel collaboration, they did a Salud Cerveceria collaboration, they did one on their own. Like, these are all just not for me. These are not West Coast. This is this is not the way. Right. And holy cow, I am so happy that I've finally found a West Coast from Burial. Burial, if you were listening to this, please, you really knock this one out of the park. Continue to do this. I will continue to buy it. Continue to fuck up. And I've, I will learn my lesson. You'll continue to buy it. Shut no, up. No, I really won't. But anyway, it's a super big buy. Josh. So, I got to say, I think you're both crazy. This does not taste like a West Coast IPA to me. This tastes like a haze. Really? Like, it's got a very soft palate to it. It's, it's, it's got the floral notes, but when you say the words West Coast IPA to me, I think of aggressive hop forward, not quite chew the enamel off your teeth, but this has a very soft body to it. It's still good, don't get me wrong, but I don't see this as coming 
off as a West Coast IPA. To but me. this is not the pillowy mouthfeel that you typically associate with a New England IPA. It's not. Right? It's not. But it's also not the sharp, aggressive tongue that I expect from a West Coast. It's this weird mix in between the two. Oh. And again, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's good. But I just maybe I've just been Stockholm syndromed enough. That <laughs> finally, reverse Something's... reverse Stockholm. I don't think this is really like put this up against a traditional what I would call West Coast IPA. I don't like think a, this like would, a Pliny. Yeah, this would sure. not come anywhere near it. And that's fair. It's it's that, very that, soft. Very very fair. But still good beer. I mean, I'll still buy it if I could find it again. But we all know we can't. So yep. that's another story. Jeff, final beer up. Final beer up. Um. From the big revolution drop a uh, month or so ago. This is Coconut Death. Oh. <sighs> we <laughs> Okay. That was simultaneous. I was gonna I was gonna make a joke about why you both are like sticking there with your hands in your pants, and then I was gonna make a joke about why you have your hands in each other's pants, but you know, it is what it is. Um so so the Death Star series is their Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Um and, and for this this iteration, they threw a bunch of toasted coconut in it. Uh, this is my second time having this beer. And um, I, I dare say this may be my favorite of the Death series. Uh, the coconut is, is there, but it doesn't really take over. It's not overly cloyingly sweet for me like a lot of coconut stouts can get. Um, the barrel is right there front and center for me. Uh, I, as dumb as it's going to sound, my biggest... Com- actually, I have two small complaints. The first one is they changed their cans and we don't have the black top anymore, which... Yeah, I, I always, noticed that. I always enjoyed the black top. This is some of their new art. Um, and in the new cans, you know, they got the cool skeleton guy on it, but they don't have a space for their little, like, description that they used to have, which I really enjoyed. So, you know, when the biggest complaint is the packaging... When the like, can art you're, is you're different. You're doing yeah. all right. Um I'm at the point, I, I honestly think when we get to like end of the year, top fives, I almost feel like we're going to have to have like a special like top five of the year and, and then, then top the, five revolutions. And the burial bracket. So, yeah, big obvious buy for me. Duh. Wells? I mean, it's a revolution, Death Star variant. Of course, it's going to be a buy. I do think that this could have handled a touch more coconut. Uh, I, I I just would have liked to see not a, not a lot, but just a little bit more coconut. It's it's still that same big booze monster like bourbon bomb that I love to pieces. But you know, just just a little bit more coconut. I get it. But still, I'm still gonna buy it. God damn it, I'm still gonna buy it. This is delicious, Josh. I think I'm right there with Jeff. Like. Sometimes coconut can get way overdone in a beer and it can become too much. It can become cloying and I just don't want any of it anymore. This is the perfect balance of barrel and coconut. And the Lord, scary this thing is, is just an amazing the, beer. And, and the scary thing is out of all of the revolution stuff that Jason brought down for me, um, there's a couple of that are coming up here in the next few shows that I think are better significantly not i would say significantly but like let's do a, a good step better wow yeah wow yeah i look forward one to the, i know one of them for sure you're gonna hate but that's chocolate stuff hell yeah i'm more excited for us. already more, more yep. for you more <laughs> for you you never know all right so it's time for i tap that it's pretty simple out of the beers that we had on the show what would we put on our kegerator at home so jeff where are you going man yeah i mean we're all tapping the coconut death i feel like that's an obvious thing if i wasn't tapping the coconut death though it would be that check pills um you know, 
again, white label divine barrel beers. Like they're just they are exactly what they say they are. There's yes, no they flash, are. there's no pomp, no so circumstance. I love the fact that they make those cans as plain as they are because the yep. beer talks for itself. And I think it's fantastic. Well everything Jeff said, first place, coconut death, honorable mention, check pills. Josh. My honorable mention is camp beer. Yeah. Nice. Just no no issue with that. Yeah. None, nice, none easy drinking, like looking forward to cooler weather eventually. Can't wait. So we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Uh, go to craftbeercast.com. You can see links to our old articles uh, and our old episodes. Um, we've got a Patreon if you want to support us that way. That'd be super awesome. Uh, or hit us up on Facebook. Or if Twitter's your thing, uh, slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter's Instagram at all the Wells, all one word. Josh, where are you besides right there? Uh, besides right here, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody you've been listening to us for eight years and you like our brand of stupid asshole entertainment, I guess. I was going to go with Jack Assery, but that works. Yeah, Jack Assery, whatever. I mean, it's, yeah, it's uh, whatever. You, If you've continued to listen to us for this long, I'm sorry. If I could... But also, thanks. If I could give you a refund, I would. But the refund of zero, exactly. Like, well, I mean, like a refund of time. Nah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Maybe, maybe you don't know. Maybe I'm working on it. Uh, Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. And uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.